I've had a couple people say that uh, that they confuse our voices, Jimmy. You and, you're I. and me. I'm not surprised. You're not surprised. I'm not surprised. No, you're not surprised. No, no, I'm not surprised, John. No, I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hello. Okay, so should I, do I need to take a bite before I put yes. the barbecue sauce on? Yes, you do. Okay. Because I need, I need a, honest opinions. A, pu- a pure bite first. It, I have so many emotions right now. <laughs> My goal with a burger is to make a burger you don't have to put anything on. I was going to say, now I'm like, I don't think I need to put... Barbecue sauce. But you want to try it though, obviously. With the barbecue sauce? Of course you do. Uh, sure. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a bite. Do it up. All right. <laughs> I mean it's delicious. It it's cooked to the perfect doneness mm-hmm. as well. It's juicy. It's it's got a rich flavor to it. Yes. That's the it's, onions. No, yeah. that's the brisket. And the, but it's the not... Okay, no, no, I can, like, I can taste it all. I can taste the onions. I can taste the brisket. Yeah. I can taste the beef. I can taste the, even the garlic. A, even in a good burger, it still sometimes feels like the vessel on which you're going to add your condiments right. and your fancy cheeses and your bacon and all that kind of stuff. This feels like just a delicious... Well, you guys know me. You know I'm not a condiment person. Right. You know, if I go to a a fast food joint and order a burger, I order it plain. Because I don't trust other people's condiments, number one. But the other people's burgers are not going to, they're not going to make it with brisket and garlic. No, they're not. That's why when I set forth to make it, this has been my burger recipe forever. So run it down. How how do we do? All right. So it's half brisket, half chuck, ground. I grind it myself. I have one uh, white onion that I sauteed. With uh, five jalapenos that have been deseeded, so you're not getting a lot of heat from that. Yeah, no, no. You're getting the you're getting the flour. That's where the sweetness comes yeah. from, though. Mm. And then three cloves of garlic. Yeah. And the super secret ingredient: tablespoon of Worcestershire sauce. Mm. I love Worcestershire. Me too. I didn't know that. So I'm gonna take a bite now because I haven't. Oh wow! My second bite's even better than the first. You know me with this whole eating thing on the podcast, and I'm neither here nor there on it, but I don't give a shit today give a because shit. that is a mouthful of delicious. And what kind of cheese? Um, two kinds. Oh. I'm a firm believer that every every cheeseburger should have American cheese on it. American. So in between, the, the American is sandwiched between two slices of aged Gouda. Oh. It's so good. It's so. it's hidden inside. Why 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 does every san- why does every burger need to have American? So here's the dirty secret about American there's, cheese. There's 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 a texture to American cheese. There's that also gets an in emulsifier. Nice. There's an emulsifier in American cheese. Okay. The this aged gouda doesn't melt well. It kind of gets oily, but when you put it the the American cheese in there, it emulsifies it and keeps it one stringy mass. Yeah, kind of thick. Yeah. Thickens it up. That's like if you ever make a cheese sauce at home, like if you're making your own nachos or something. Always start with American cheese, then add your flavors. Wow. 
And you didn't grill these. You cooked them in the skillet. And fried in, in, a, in a cast iron skillet. You guys, I have... I have a couple surprises oh, today. Oh, I, I know of one of the surprises because you kind of mentioned it in the locker room. I talked about it. We'll get to that one. But first, oh. while we're doing... Oh, did you hear that? I went through puberty just now. Oh, first. first. <laughs> you need a change. What is that? When it's time to change. change. Yeah, then it's time to change. <laughs> Thank you, Brady Bunch. Yeah. Um, I brought... We fired up the microphones. And just before we fired up, Jimmy says to me, he says... I was thinking today, instead of doing brown liquor, we could do coffee. And I said, or we could do both, because I have uh, a surprise bottle of booze today. Okay. That's what I'm going to say. All right. All right. I'm not even, this is, um, I've had this, no, 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 don't, don't, (laughs) I'm looking at the shape. I'm just looking at the shape. Just looking at the shape. Already the shape is I have the bottle covered so that we can't, so that we can't see the bottle. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And, uh. I tried this a long time ago. Total Wine, you know, you walk through on a Friday or whatever, and they say like, hey, do you like this? Try this. And I thought, I don't know, I'll, 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 I'll give it a shot. And it's been sitting in the, uh, with a, a couple other bottles for, I'm going to guess, a couple of years now, unopened, until I found a good occasion to open this and celebrate with it. So I thought it'd be fun today to try this out. So we're going to open. So we're not going to even see the bottle yet. We're just going to have a taste, a blind taste test. Blind, completely blind taste All test. All I'm looking at is it's looking like it's a uh, black, maybe blackish bottle. It's got a black top. He's unscrewing it. This is it like, made by Starbucks. I'm going to be. Now look at this. It's got a little, it's it's got got a little, little tag s- at the top. What's oh. that tag say? It says barrel aged. Ooh. So it's been aged in a barrel. Okay. It's, <laughs> I'm covering up by a, a dollar store baggie. Okay. Is it unscrewing or corking? No, it, oh, it's corking. Oh, that, oh, that's a nice sound. Good sound. That corked. Like a little black rubber cork there. So I've got some little okay. glasses here. Little taste test glasses. Ooh, it's clear it's, liquor. Now it okay, says no, to amber. amber. It says to serve chilled, although I don't remember tasting it chilled. But it says uh, in my little bit of research that you could do it over ice or chilled. All right. All right. So, all right. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. I'll pass this okay. out. That's for you, RJ. Before we go, let's. You want to describe it a little bit more? It's got yeah, yeah kind of a light. Almost looks like a like an Irish whiskey color. It's very it, much so. It's like when uh, we made uh, liquor in theater in in college when we'd take like you know. Uh, Pepsi and water it down. Yeah. It kind of has that color. It's like no. didn't quite get the color right. Props guy. It definitely uh, has a boozy smell. Yeah. It's got a boozy scent. Oh, but a, a unique boozy scent. It's kind of like boozy and shellac. Yeah, there's some sort of cleaning agent to it, right? Uh-huh. Is this made by Clorox? No, okay. no, not made by Clorox. Oh, I definitely smell the soap. <laughs> it's, okay. All right. I just, I, I, I'm so high from it, I just smelled my microphone instead of the <laughs> Whoa! Oh, the taste is happening now. Just tasted it. That's a surprise. It's good, right? Yeah, yeah. What is it? So I go in, and uh, the person who's behind this counter doing their little display says, "Do you like whiskey?" <laughs> I mean, <laughs> as a matter of fact, I was like, Bleh. "I've been known." <laughs> I said, "Yes, I do." And they said, "Here, try this and tell me what you think." 
and I tried it, and I thought, oh, it's good. It doesn't doesn't it taste like whiskey, right? It, exactly, but it's got kind of a feeling to it. It definitely has that barrel age about it. This booze that we are drinking is the reveal called Bowles Genevere. And it is bottled in Amsterdam, and Ooh. it's actually a gin a liquor. Gin. That is it's a considered gin? a gin. Okay? Yes. That's where we get the medicinal flowery stuff. It is. Uh, it's, for, uh, it's, for, it's fermented with rye, corn, and wheat, My triple distilled in copper pot still. You say the word gin, and then I taste it, and then it's like, yes, that's gin. But it doesn't have... Like, I I'm didn't not a, get it before you said yeah. the word gin. I'm not a big gin guy. Me neither. It's, you know, gin has that kind of like fuel taste yeah, to it. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. I much wish I had some tonic over there, because I wonder what a gin tonic oh. out of this would taste like. But this is uh, imported from Holland. It's a grain spirit. Yeah, yeah. Got the caramel coloring in it. Yeah, Bulls Genevere. And it's uh, it's bottled in ceramic bottles. Wow, which is, which is why it's kind of a funky bottle. Yeah, it's a funky bottle. It's like uh, it's not tapered. It's uh, it's, it's all one cylinder. It's been a couple years since I've yeah. tasted it. And like I said, it's been sitting around. And I thought, oh, what a good uh, thing to bring to the pod today. It's right. good, right? Absolutely, it's very good. Total Wine is trying to cover something on this bottle. <laughs> I did see that. It had like a sticker over top. Of it. And it's it's covering writing on the bottle. It's trying to hide whatever is underneath it. Conspiracy. It's, it is a conspiracy. I think we're going to freaking... It probably says not for human consumption. Uh, to all of our listeners, and do we, ha- we have one person who lives in Holland, don't we? Who listens? Amsterdam. Yeah, that's Holland. Is that Holland? Yes, it is. Okay. <laughs> Most of the time. Yep. He lives in Arnhem, to be exact. Okay. Which is so, about. Daniel, mm-hmm. if you are listening, please get send a us a message, holler at us, get us a bottle, do some research or whatever. Tell us the deal with this, if it's a whiskey drink, if it's a gin drink. I drink a whiskey drink. He drinks a gin drink. He drinks a gin beer. He drinks a hoogie drink. That's very It's funny. a grain spirit. Uh-huh. So that's surprise number one today. Well done. Very well done. Cheers. Cheers to Yago that. Yago Yeah, I, Yeah, we got to get under this sticker. Yeah. It's, it's on like, there pretty good, but I think we could scrape it off. What's that uh, What's that Dan Brown uh, book? Atlas Shrugged? No, that's not it. <laughs> da Vinci Code? Da Vinci Code. We got to Da Vinci Code this, this bottle. Were you around for early Reddit when... One of the first things that kind of went viral on Reddit, which this this maybe was ten years ago, was somebody moved into a house. I mean, it's ubiquitous now, but there was a safe, and they moved into a house, and there was like a safe built into the wall that was covered up, and it was a whole rabbit hole of these people that like were going to hire somebody and get the safe open. Right. And I just recently saw something like this. Is this is this an old? I thing? think it happens all the time. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah. But I, from what I, from what I remember, I mean this. This literally would have been, you know, eight, ten years ago. But early Reddit, when Reddit was just kind of, a, you know, wasn't nearly as much of a cesspool of whatever it is now, but just kind of a, a user-based website where you upvoted and downvoted posts, and that was pretty much it. But Which I think is still the basis of it. But yeah, um, yeah it was this family that, or a guy, and like they moved in, and there was a safe that was built into the floor, or into the wall or something like that, and they couldn't get it open. Oh, somebody's here. We have a surprise guest, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my, oh my gosh, God. really? Yes, it's the Amazon driver with my new hard drive. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Let's interview him. <laughs> wah, wah. See if they stick around and see if they want to be on the pod. I have an extra 
see if they want any gin. Got a fantastic deal on a one terabyte SSD. Mm, how much? 65. Oh, that's pretty good. That is good. It was 85 and they had a $20 off coupon. I was looking at uh, office. I was in Office Depot the other day, looking at five terabytes yeah. for like not much for like a hundred and hundred and twenty something like yeah. that. A lot of terabytes. Why do Why do people need five terabytes? Now you were talking about the guy with the house with the safe in the wall, right? Yeah, I was. But there's nothing. There's no great end to this story. Well, I can add on to it if you'd like. Please. We please. have a coworker. Yes, I am. Who purchased an old Vegas house over off of Palmyra? Okay. And or if as you Jimmy know, pronounces it, Palmyra. 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 And if you know anything about Palmyra, that is where the mob lived. Oh. When the mob moved into, they, that was one of the areas. They had sectioned off an area, and a lot of the mob people lived in a certain area. This house that he purchased had a basement. Basements are not common That's true. in Las Vegas. Not at all. This basement has one foot thick cement walls, and, a, and it's basically a panic room. Yes. And Every room in the house has a wall safe. Really? Whoa. Every room in the house has a wall safe. So, and he doesn't know anything past who owned it before, but it's definite that this was some, because that, that vault down in the basement was like, it, it's steel, three inch thick steel door on it. See, like, if you had a, a safe in every room, you're just like, okay, where did I put my fake passport? Well, here's the is thing. It, is it in the den? Well, that's, maybe one room is the, the Italian library? room. One that's, room why they is have, the... that's why they have all the, all the safes is when the FBI breaks in or whomever breaks in, they think they found them all and they haven't. Wow. You know? He's got to get a hold of downtown Steve and see if he can do some research. Downtown Steve. Absolutely. Own that. Yes. Who built that? Absolutely. So, um, but it's, it's uh, and it's, he's done amazing work on it. Wow. Yeah. It just reminds me back in the day when, um, Geraldo uh, Rivera, Al Capone's vault. Al Capone's vault. That was in Chicago. I was in Chicago at the time. We were yeah. we were glued to our sets. Oh, so was I. And it was so great when he found absolutely nothing. Oh, it was so well. I mean, I was a kid at the time, so I was kind of like, I was kind of drinking the Kool Aid on that. I'm like, yeah, let's right. find the shit. Come on, let's go, Geraldo. Yeah. And then nothing, and it was the just the 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 timbre of his voice, just like. Deflated. And- I think that was his jump the shark moment. I think that's when they realized. I mean, I think the the last thing he did after that, uh, the next thing he did after that was like an episode of Baywatch. <laughs> was that before or after there was the like the white supremacy group that were throwing chairs and oh, he got hit with a chair? That was way before, broke it. his nose. Yeah, it was that way, was before, way it. before it. Yeah, he- which one? Which was before the the throwing of the chair was before? No, no the no, vault no, no. was before. The vault was before. Oh, so okay. he was he was a, a correspondent on Twenty Twenty. Oh yeah, yeah. Remember yeah. that show? Hugh yeah. Downs, and this yeah. is Twenty Twenty. So he was he was part of that, and we used to watch Twenty Twenty all the time on our at, at our house. And so when he came to Chicago to uncover this vault, we were like all all excited about it and stuff so we would all watch it as a family and all be disappointed as a family the yeah. family that you know now and, but together, the the chair incident together. disappointed together. the chair incident the white supremacist chair incident was prior to the um butt fat being put in his forehead wait butt fat but fat he had he had fat from his butt put into the wrinkles in his forehead it's like on pre- live television instead of botox oh, yeah. oh on i do remember that yeah <gasps> I have no memory of this whatsoever. Yes, oh, yeah. went under the knife on national television for that bullshit. Yep. Oh, and it was because he got his nose broken, and he was going to have work done anyway. He was like, "Well, might as well do it on TV." What? Just the p- 
People are fucking weird. <laughs> man. So weird. People are stupid and weird. You think I'm joking about the episode of Baywatch. Um, my breakfast joint. Oh, I'm not surprised. Six of the TVs have nothing but Baywatch on them. Just and what somebody has done is they've digitally remastered all the Baywatch episodes. So on four K TVs, it looks like live video. Oh, it's geez. very scary. And the episode in, in question, he is playing this kind of nerdy guy who's in love with a girl who he thinks Hasselhoff is in love with as well. And Hasselhoff is trying to steal her from him. So he keeps challenging Hasselhoff to a fight. And Hasselhoff's like, no, dude, I, 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 I don't. Well, help me. Help me. She doesn't find me attractive. Help me. Help me. And then they do a montage of Hasselhoff training him to be like, you know, with a lifeguard body. And Look at this cheesy picture of Geraldo Rivera, like, Oh yeah, <laughs> like, that's it. Squaring off that's with it. David Hasselhoff, putting his dukes up. Oh, that's so just cheesy. fantastic. And he like the fucker doesn't age. That's no. the problem. It's the well, butt he's fat. Got, he's got butt fat. It's the butt fat. Yeah. I mean, we did a whole episode on crab fat. We should do an episode on butt fat, mm. face fat, face fat. Wow. Johnny, you went and got a box. What's in the box, Johnny? What's in the box? What's in the box, Johnny? Johnny surprise? What's in the box? I. It's a day of surprises today, it's boys. So many surprises. It's I don't a know day if of I can surprises. handle it. Now, I, I don't. Uh, the short answer to your question, "What's in the box?" <laughs> is I don't know. Whoa. So this, unlike the brown liquor that we enjoyed yes. today, which is debatably gin or whiskey, gin or however you say it. It's a spirit. Um, it's jisky. It's a yeah. It's a yeah. Uh-huh. It's a spirit. Grain spirit. This is going to be a surprise for all of us. Now, I want to preface your opening of the box, okay? Oh my gosh. By saying that he sidles up to me in the locker room and says, "So, you know anybody in Utah? Did you you you, you send in, you send him anything from Utah?" And I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. All right, but let's go back. Not okay, kinda, not exactly. I I got an email that said I was getting a FedEx delivery from Utah. Now, I got a pretty good filter on the email system and things go to junk and yeah. you know, I get all kinds of offers for mortgages and uh, you know, Asian women and everything else that everybody gets junk mail for. Mm -hmm. But I got an email, came to my regular email that said I was getting a a delivery from Utah. And it was, it came with a tracking number. I don't click on things generally, but I did copy the tracking number. I put it into FedEx tracking and it's legitimately a package coming to my house addressed to John Miles, also Johnny Miles. Okay. And uh, has my address on it and everything coming to me. So my first instinct is, well, this is trouble. (laughs) Whatever this is, it can't be good. It's going to be official and it's going to be trouble, right? Yeah. And uh, so, yes, I approached RJ armed with this information and I said, RJ, I got an email today. (laughs) And RJ said, really? Huh? I don't know anything about that. Blah, 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 blah. Right? So... Uh, yeah. So then I went on to, so RJ claims innocence. Yes. Okay. Jimmy has a look on his face of like, I have no idea. I don't what know we're what the fuck about. you guys are talking about. Right. So then, uh, it's coming from a company called Interform, uh-huh. which I assume is some kind of, uh, 
form, some kind of document company, some kind of something. Yeah. I just uh, you assume just, that though, right? Yeah, I assume. We any, just finished did you buying do any a backstory house. or anything like that. Well, okay. we just finished buying a house, and I thought, well, I don't know, maybe there's official documents coming right, that I have to right, sign right, for right, or something right. like that. I was hoping it was going to be Joseph Smith's ashes. It could be. I hope because we're looking at a box here. That's what would you say? It's like twelve by. 10 by 10? Yeah, it's, yes. it's big enough to hold an urn. Yes, yeah, big enough to hold an urn. And it's Jimmy a, kind of lifted it. Yeah. Weighs probably two, three pounds. But if you... if it, you, I thought it was going to be heavier when I lifted it. But it, lift that up, Jimmy, and turn it a little bit. Turn it. Oh. 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 There, there's no, uh, there's no like bubble wrap or anything. It's like whatever is in here is loosely packed. It's got a thud to it yes, when it, it moves around, does it not? To each... There's oh. no... I hope there's no... <laughs> Well, now he's shaking the shit out of it, so I hope it's not breakable. <laughs> it doesn't sound like it's in pieces. No. no. Sounds it could like one easily piece. be a sealed urn with Joseph Smith's ashes. It Come could on. also be, you know, a Mormon Tabernacle Choir box set. <laughs> it could be. <gasps> yeah. It could be. It could be uh, sheet music. It could be sheet music. But the, the, oh, Jimmy's got the knife. I'm, I'll let you do the honors, Jimmy. Oh, I don't mind if I do. Even though it's addressed to me. Okay. Somebody signed for it. We're going to go ahead and open it. And see what's in the box. Careful, cut away from yourself with the knife. Okay. All uh, right. Let's describe what we're looking at here. Oh, I just. Oh, okay. I can see. Okay. I can see a word. Okay. <laughs> Is that word God? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> what word do you see, Jimmy? I don't see any word. I saw some printing, but I couldn't okay. read. I see the word Coleman. Coleman. Coleman, like a camp stove. Uh-huh. Like the brand. Somebody oh, sent you yes. a camp stove? Somebody possibly sent me a camp stove. Oh, wait. <laughs> this is hilarious. It's a multi-panel lantern. Wait, okay. Oh, it's... this is the thing from the thing. <laughs> this is the thing from the thing. I fully thought RJ was pulling my leg when he said he didn't know what I was talking about. This is our Geraldo Rivera moment, <laughs> motherfuckers. We just had a Geraldo Rivera moment. This, this, this literally, is so disappointing. This literally is a, I, I believe, go ahead and crack that open again, Jimmy. Do we it's a that? multi-panel lantern. It's a multi-panel lantern that is branded by my mortgage company. <laughs> <laughs> That's your free gift? This is my free gift oh, for, for God. giving them... Hundreds, hundreds of thousands of, thousands of dollars. dollars have a multi-paneled <laughs> it doesn't work uh let's see well they come off it, i can't be charged probably but oh, oh. look at that Ooh, okay. multi-paneled it again. It led again. lantern coleman lantern well thank you so much america first credit union we really appreciate it based in ogden utah well that was exciting yeah it was it was really exciting you're right. This is our Geraldo Rivera moment. Yeah. And we'll be right back. <laughs> That's what I love about you, RJ, is that sometimes <laughs> I ask you a question and you know exactly what I'm talking about and pretend like you don't know. Right. And sometimes I ask you a question, you have no idea what I'm talking about. But I still you, pretend like I don't know. You tell me that you don't know. <laughs> and I can't tell the difference. <laughs> It's called being a fantastic liar. Yeah, it's a magician. That's, that's, that's the magician in him. The magish. The magish. Yeah. Guys, I got to go. You got to go? That's, that's about right. It sounds about right. Should we do our uh, ritualistic uh, intro-outro type of thing? We, we, we definitely need to record maybe a couple of outros. Okay. Should we try to be funny? Ugh.
Why start now? Yeah, yeah I guess. I know. Jesus Christ. No Guys, pressure. thanks for listening. Uh, we're uh, on all the socials, all the important socials at least. Uh, we're on Twitter at Three Amigo. Uh, three, yeah, three Amigos. Hi, guys. Well, so follow us on the socials. Sure, all of them. Uh, yeah, on uh, Twitter at the Three Libidos. Instagram at Two Characters and a Clown. Uh, a TikTok at Two Characters and a Clown. And Truth Social at Phony Soprano. Is that right? No, but that uh, would be great. Great. Phony oh. Soprano. We need a truth social account. We do need a truth social account. <laughs> Listeners, we're taking suggestions for names of our truth social account. Yes. That's pretty great. I'm Johnny. I'm Jimmy. My microphone's off. I'm RJ. And we are two characters in a clown. You better believe we are. See ya. Love you, boys. Enjoy yourself, enjoy yourself, it's later than you think.